Hi everybody, my name is Claire, and I'm a graphic designer located in Vancouver, British Columbia. I get a lot of requests to hear client horror stories, and I wasn't going to actually do any of these before, but after I got so many requests, I really thought about it, and I realized that this is actually a very important uh, thing to put out there, because graphic designers, or basically any creative that does any freelance work can run into some pretty terrible situations. And I think it's actually really good for you guys to learn from my mistakes. So I'm going to start off with my first client horror story being my first actual freelance job as well. So this was a huge, huge lesson for me to learn. And I learned a lot from this experience. And it is kind of crazy but um, I guess I'll just start, you know, setting the scene and telling you guys the story. So just before I get into the story, um, I'm actually not going to tell you guys what kind of business this place was because it actually doesn't really matter too much to the story. You can still learn from my mistakes. Also, for privacy's sake, I'm not going to say people's real names, so I'm going to name my client Jimmy, and I have a friend that I refer to in the story that I'm going to call Marcus. So, I met Jimmy maybe six to nine months before I was graduating from the Art Institute for Graphic Design. Um, I actually met him because I was a regular at his business. Being a full-time student and working full-time as a designer as well, I did not have a lot of spare time on my hands. And what little spare time I did have um, was usually quite late at night. Now, one of the benefits of Jimmy's place was that he opened after dinner. So this was a really good hangout place for uh, Marcus and I to hang out at. So we started going here pretty much every night. It was on my way home from school and work, and it was very, very close to Marcus's job as well. So it was a very convenient place to meet up, and even when I wasn't hanging out with Marcus, I was going there sometimes to just do homework because, you know, it can be distracting to do your work at home. There's too many things that are better to do or that you want to do. So I was there pretty much every night, and... Just like any other um, kind of client relationship, you, anytime you're like a regular somewhere as well, you know, you start to share a little bit more of your personal life and you kind of build a, a friendship. And so Jimmy had bought this place um, as the business was failing. So he got it for very cheap. And honestly, I could see why this business was failing. Um... You know, it was very dirty and dingy. There was like holes in the seat. The menu had tons of typos. Um, it was just really bad, really dirty. And I noticed that I'd be there for hours and I'd be the only person there for that entire time. And then I started to get concerned for this business. So since I felt like Jimmy was a bit of a friend now, I wanted to express my concerns for the business and that I thought it was going to fail. 
And that's when he told me he actually had really big plans for this place and he was going to rebrand it and basically start it from scratch. It was going to be the same kind of business, but um, total rebrand and overhaul, total redo of the interior and everything. So when he started to tell me this, I got very excited and I said that was a great idea. Now, I offered him um, branding and menu design and I said, I don't normally do this since I've been working as a designer for a year, but since we're friends, I kind of want to help you out, so I'll charge you student pricing. Now, this was my first freelance job. I had worked in contracts and been employed before, but this was my first freelance job that I got on my own. And, you know, so I thought that it would be a great place to learn. And that's also why I charged a cheap price. Now, if I hadn't had um, over a year work experience before I met Jimmy, I probably would have done this project for free just to add it into my portfolio. But I really didn't need that between my schoolwork and my portfolio and my actual work. Um, I kind of just wanted to do it for the experience and really to help him out. So when we spoke, we came up with some ideas and I told him that I was going to charge $250 for branding and $200 for menu design. Now I know that seems a little unbalanced, but menu design can be quite time consuming. Typography and layout is honestly some of the hardest work to do. Whereas branding, you can really just let your creativity flow. And we had bounced off um, really good ideas with each other. And I kind of already knew what direction we were going to go in. And I knew I could do it really fast. So that's kind of why I priced it um, the way that I So the next day, I had class until 10.30 p.m. And at the end of the class, our instructor gave us an hour to do our homework. And this was quite a rare opportunity. And instead of doing my homework, because I was excited and eager and ambitious for this new freelance project I just started, I decided I was going to start doing some logo drafts um, to show Jimmy. And, um, you know, I did a couple of them in that hour that we had and I went and stopped at Jimmy's business on my way home. And I showed him and he said, wow, this is blowing me away. This is more than I expected. Um, I can't believe you've gone above and beyond what I thought our brand could look like. Thank you so much. And I said, I'm so glad you like them. Um, how about I do some business card designs for you as well as like a little gift, just because honestly, once you have the logo done, you just have to kind of put the rest of their contact information together. Business cards don't take that long. So I thought I would toss in a little free service for him. And he was like, that would be great. Thank you so much. And so I went home and uh, started doing these business card designs. Now, this is where things start to get weird with this client. He called me the next day on a blocked phone number. And so I picked up and it was Jimmy, to my surprise. And he was like, you know what? I've been thinking so much about this branding that you've done. I really like it still, but I've been thinking about some other ideas that I'd like to try. Do you mind popping in tonight at this time and we can work on this together. 
I said, absolutely no problem. So I got to the business at said time and I walk in and Jimmy is nowhere to be found. And so I ask his staff members if, um, if he was around and they said, no, we actually don't even know if he's coming in today. And I said, well, he called me today to come in at this time. So I, he should be here. Do you mind calling him? Um, because he called me from a blocked number and I cannot get a hold of him. So they said, sure, no problem. They sat me down and brought me out a cup of tea. Um, and they came out and said, he will be here very shortly. He's just getting some food and then he'll be on his way over here. I said, that's awesome. I don't mind the wait. 30 minutes goes by and at this point I'm getting a little impatient and a little annoyed and frustrated. So I go back up to the staff members and I said, hey, do you want to just call him to see if he's even close because um, I need to be going if he's not going to be here for the next little while. So they gave him a call and he said that he'd be there in just a few short minutes. So at this point I've waited 30 minutes and if he was going to be here in a couple minutes I might as well stay and another 30 minutes goes by and at this point I'm just really fed up and I'm about to pack up and go and then Jimmy walks through the front door. So I was like oh my goodness you're finally here and he's like I know I'm really sorry I forgot some stuff and had to go all the way back home. I thought it was a little weird that he did not um call his staff members and say hey I forgot something at home can you please tell Claire um I'm gonna be a little bit later does she want to reschedule or does she want to wait you know tell her I'm sorry give her all that she needs on the house while she waits you know to make up for the time and everything like that and um I was a little shocked that he didn't take that kind of initiative but he finally got there and he sat down with me for a couple minutes and we started going over this project and I say, hey, um, by the way, um, I brought a contract. And he goes, oh, okay. And I pull it out and he's like, I don't want to sign this. And that should have been another red flag for me. And I was like, oh, well, I guess if he's paying me cash and all this stuff, I, gu I guess that's okay. And, you know, he starts talking to me about how he's gone to law school and all this other stuff. And I was like, there's no way you've gone to law school if you bought a struggling business. <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of red flags, but I was really young and I didn't know how to handle this situation. Um, you know, calling me from a blocked phone number and then not wanting to sign the contract. I just wanted to go above and beyond and make things really easy. And I'm 18. I don't really know how to handle these things. Um, I've never dealt with clients and business and money and contracts completely on my own. And if he said that we didn't need it, I kind of, you know, believed him and trusted him. I had known him for a couple months before starting this project, so... I felt that it was fine, but clearly it was not. Um, so we're going through these designs. He was doing so many revisions. At this point, I am getting paid so little, and especially if I start adding up the time that I've wasted, I was making like a couple dollars an hour. I was putting so much time into this, and because... He didn't have a contract signed. I really felt like I couldn't say no. And I felt like I was stuck doing whatever he needed and whatever he wanted. And so 
we're struggling through this process and then um you know I was just trying to be as helpful as I could I wanted to really impress him this was my first freelance job so I wanted to get a good testimonial from him or you know maybe possibly use him as a reference or have him recommend me to other people so I just really didn't want to burn any bridges or make this project difficult so I was just doing the best that I could and He continued to call me for tasks, but his calls were continuously coming from a blocked phone number. And I would ask him, I'm like, why are you calling me from a blocked phone number? He was like, oh, I'm calling from my friend's phone. So he doesn't want me to, um, you know, give away his number. My phone's dead. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, You know, blah, 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 trying to work through these projects and he was getting me doing such random things like he was getting me to do like menu cover research and trying to find the best prices I even ended up ordering in samples that I paid for and he asked if he could take one home to look at it and put different paper inserts in and other things like that and I said sure but I paid for this so I I need it back and he said of course. And then he conveniently lost this menu cover. And I was just getting really frustrated. I couldn't believe um, how much work I was doing. And he kept calling me from a blocked phone number. So I finally got fed up and I said, look, you need to give me your contact information. I'm trying to do all this work for you, extra work that I don't have to do and I'm not getting paid for. And it's hard to do these things for you when I can't ask you questions right away. And so he finally caved in and gave me his phone number. And then we kind of started to have proper communication. So then he started to ask me how the menu designs were coming along. And I said, I need you to give me the content for your menu designs. And he goes, well, I don't know exactly what it's going to be yet. Can you just design them and then put in the content later? I said, it doesn't really work like that. Um so much of menu design is actually just typography and it can take hours and hours and hours to really do this and all the other little things um come last and they're they're very small things like the background color and like the font choice and all that other stuff that you can switch at the click of a button um the actual laying out and you know creating character styles and paragraph styles and all that kind of thing um you know, those, that's what takes the time. And so I really need the content. And he's like, okay, I'll get it to you soon. And he kept checking in with me to ask me how these menu designs were coming along. And I kept saying, you're not sending me the content. I can't move forward with this project. And he was like, right, right, right. I know. Okay. I'll send it to you soon. I'll send it to you soon. And it was just getting so frustrating So, you know, it's been maybe a month or... I think it had been two months at this point since we started working together. And he was on a daily basis contacting me, but there wasn't much work for me to do. He just kept trying to get me to do more stuff. And I couldn't do it because I felt like we were in this repetitive circle of him asking me how these menu designs were coming along and me saying I couldn't get the content. So, you know, it's nearing the end of summer and I tell him three to four weeks in advance that I'm going on vacation on these days. And so 
um, I need you to send me your stuff either beforehand or, you know, this is going to be a two-week project after I'm back. So you can, you know, budget your timeline and everything correctly. And he goes, okay, sounds good. We'll 100% get this done beforehand because this was like almost a month's notice. And as, you know, time's going on, I'm not hearing from him. He texts me again, how are the menus going? I was at the beach with Marcus and I sent him a picture of us and I said, it's going great because you haven't sent me anything yet. So I'm at the beach. You know, I'm getting a little sassy and showing him that I'm not waiting around on him. He has to take initiative as this is his business. And I'm not getting paid a lot of money for this either. And he goes, okay, sure, that's fine. Now, the night before I go on vacation, I was leaving at 5 a.m. the next day. It was around 6 or 7 p.m. And he calls me and says, hey, um, I need these menus done in the next two to three days. And I said, I leave tomorrow on vacation at five in the morning and I won't have any internet connection or cell phone service, nor would I want to be working on my vacation anyways. And so if you need this done in the next couple days, I can do it tonight before I go on vacation, but I'm going to have to charge a $100 rush fee on the top of the $200 I was charging him for the menus. And he was like, I don't have that kind of money. I don't even have the $200. I was going to ask you if you could lower the price. I said, absolutely not. You know, this menu is going to take minimum 10 hours for me to design. And that's like just a first copy drafting. You're going to take what I give you. And he kept arguing about the price saying he doesn't have the money for it. And I was, I kept saying, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sacrifice a whole night's sleep and go on vacation, not sleeping the entire night before, uh, for this menu design and barely going to get paid for. So at that point, we just decided I wasn't going to do the menus. I barely had the time and he didn't have the money for it. And I was finally getting firm on putting my foot down uh, with him. So when I came back from my vacation, his full rebrand was completely done. His interior renovations were done, the branding was done and set, and uh, he had done the menu design himself. So when I came back, I said, hey, here's your invoice. Um, uh, when would you like to pay me? How would you like to pay me? You have seven days to pay this invoice. And he said, how about you come uh, tomorrow night? And I said, sure, I have plans, but I'll be there around midnight. And he said, perfect, works for me. So I came when I said I was going to come and he was like, hey, do you want to like just kind of hang out and talk for a little bit? It's a little quiet and I'm the only one working right now. I said, hey, sure, why not? So now we're talking, we're kind of hanging out and he had seen on Instagram that my friend Marcus had gone on a trip with a girl and he asked me how I felt about Marcus cheating on me. And I looked at him very confused, and he said, are you not dating Marcus? I said, no, I am not dating my friend Marcus. We're just friends, and um, I'm actually in a relationship with somebody else. And he was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. And I said, that's okay. You know, we are very close, and, you know, 
he's a man, I'm a woman, and so a lot of people do presume we're together, that's completely normal, not your fault, and he was like, okay, yeah, totally understand. Now, this is where things start to get downhill really fast, and, um, you know, we were talking quite a bit, and time was passing, and I was just kind of waiting for him to wrap up and be like, okay, like, here's your money, time for you to go home, but it never was getting to that point, and so... He says to me, did you know it takes seven seconds of making out with somebody to find out if the sex is going to be good or not? And I'm a very conservative 18-year-old girl, and I'm looking at him like, what the heck is this guy talking about? And I go, oh, no, I did not know that. Um, Interesting fact. Um, I guess I could see how that could be true. And, you know, I'm trying to brush it off and move aside. And then things got a little awkward. And then he goes, do you want to go to the back and test out that seven second rule? And that's when I kind of had enough. I said, absolutely not. Um, You need to pay me right now. I need to go home. And he was like, oh, I was kind of hoping that... um, you know, testing that seven second thing would be payment enough, if you know what I mean. I said, no, absolutely not. You have to pay me what we promised. And he says to me, "Um, I don't have the money at the moment. You're going to have to come back tomorrow. And I was... I was just really upset. I did not know how to handle this. I wasted my time. It was now four in the morning. The sun was rising. It was almost five at this point. And I just felt like I wasted a whole night's sleep because I did. So finally, after nagging him for a couple of days and just constantly showing up until he paid me, he finally had the money and he paid me the $250 for the branding in five dollar bills I was like are you kidding me right now you can't you don't have the decency to go take this to the bank and get me some larger bills not even 20s like this is ridiculous I cannot believe he had given me that many five dollar bills so I learned a lot from this freelance job and I hope that you guys don't make the same mistakes that I do make sure you have a contract in place don't tolerate a client calling you from block phone numbers or, you know, making this one-sided. Don't let them have all the power. Respect your boundaries and set them there and don't be afraid to walk away from the project because if they're going to be like this, they're not going to be a good reference. They're not going to be a good testimonial. Obviously, they don't respect you and they don't respect your work and no matter what you do for these people, they're not going to respect you and Don't be afraid to walk away if they're not going to respect the boundaries that you're setting up in place. And I'm really happy this happened on such a small freelance job. This could have gone much worse. I now know not to go to someone's business that late at night alone as a young woman because that could have been a really bad situation if he didn't take no for an answer. And I'm so grateful that I was able to get myself out of that situation that I didn't even realize the magnitude in. Um, I have a ton of other crazy stories. I just thought I would start with this first freelance job. I thought it was a good place to start. But there are tons more. Um, 
So if you liked this podcast, you know, review it and rate it and you can go to my Instagram and send me requests for other um, podcasts that you'd like and I will see you in my next one.